0: Hello everybody, my name is Gary and I am one of the pastors here at Providence Church and it's always good to be in this place. Can't you sense his presence? What a joy, what a privilege and an opportunity to gather as the people of God in worship. Please be present with me before God as I offer this prayer from the seasonal liturgy of the Roman Catholic Church. Hear these words. Almighty God and author of life, a child is born to us and a son is given to us. Your eternal word leaped down from heaven in the silent watches of the night. And now your church is filled with the wonder at the nearness of her God. Open our hearts to receive his life and increase our vision with the rising of the dawn. That our lives may be filled with his glory and his peace, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. I don't know about you, but there's a scripture that's been chasing me all of Advent. We've heard it over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again, and you'll hear it again tonight It's a preface. It's a preface to the story about the wise men that I'll get to. I rise now simply to speak Bible and ask one question. Do you see what I see? The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You've heard these powerful and descriptive words from the prophet Isaiah for four consecutive weeks. We've heard it already today. These words probably written... 800 years before the birth of Jesus give us a glimpse regarding the human condition and the tendency of God to rescue his people. The famous passage from the book of Isaiah provides a larger context for us to understand the mystery and the majesty of Christmas. There is mystery and darkness and majesty and light. The verse from Isaiah helps us to know that darkness in the world is not a new phenomenon. I imagine the prophet asking the people of Israel as he spoke those words, his question really was this, do you see what I see? In the beginning, God created. It was dark. In the opening verses of the book of Genesis, we discover the Spirit of God moving around in the darkness, and God said, let there be light. Darkness is not a new thing. People like you and I are acquainted with darkness. It is from our acquaintance with darkness that we long instinctively for light. Nobody has to tell us when we enter a dark room to look for and turn on a light. Nobody has to tell us we do it instinctively lest we injure ourselves or harm someone else. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. These words spoken 2,800 years ago could have been a headline for the news today. There's so much darkness, so much darkness. Everywhere we look, bad news and darkness, but persistent, ever-present, inextinguishable light is always there. Light is always dawning. Do you see what I see? These are powerful words of hope for people who are tired and weary of being in the dark. These are words of hope for people who maybe feel like they're holding on by a thread and at the point of giving up. These are words of hope for people who are exhausted from strife, and division, and othering, and not getting along. People who are tired, these are words of hope. These are words of hope for people trapped in the chaos unleashed by multiple pandemics. These are words of hope for people recovering from tornadoes and floods and all sorts of natural disasters and health issues. These are words of hope. Darkness is not a new thing. People are acquainted with darkness. Do you yet see what I see? The Bible provides a witness to this truth today. Listen, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born the king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. And as soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. This is an amazing story. I suspect that it's not a new story. It's a story that you've heard over and over again, particularly about this time of the year. Some wise men, sometimes called magi, Notice that something different was happening in an otherwise orderly sky. Today, I imagine these wise men saw the celestial phenomenon and wondered, but somebody saw it first. I don't know what wise man saw the star of the phenomenon first, but I would imagine that when he saw it, He went to others and he raised the same question. Do you see what I see? Oh, I can see a Broadway production with the three wise men. It's a musical. And as they set out from Bethlehem, they're singing a song that maybe is familiar to some of you. The lyrics go something like this said the night wind to the little lamb. Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb, do you see what I see? A star, a star, dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. I can see the wise men on Broadway with a tail as big as a kite. You see, they knew something extraordinary had occurred because they were astrologers they were teachers they were instructors that studied the stars and they knew that the heavens were orderly and every star and every planet had a predictable course they were experts at observation the cosmic event they observed was so significant that they set off on a journey to discover the meaning in the world in the world of their understanding A celestial event such as they observed probably signified the birth of a king or leader, and they needed to know more. The dark sky had revealed to them a new light, and the light was compelling. And the wise men asked a question where is the one? who was born King of the Jews. We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Do you see what I see? It is marvelous in my eyes, the way that God uses outsiders in the story of salvation. These folk, these magi, these wise men were non-Jews. They were Gentiles. They were outsiders. And yet they are key to the telling and the remembering of the birth of Jesus. They are witnesses, and we learn from them. They themselves shine light upon the light for us today. They declare, we saw his star. Where is the one born king of the Jews? And then they worshiped. For the wise men, there is a point of personal recognition. For the wise men, there is a point of inquiry and searching and questioning. And for the wise men, there is a point of personal response when they are compelled to do something, and the something is that they worship this child that they find in Bethlehem. But this story is not just about wise men. As is usually the case in the Bible, the story is an invitation to us to see ourselves in it. As we seek this season to be the light, there are moments of personal recognition, personal inquiry and questioning, and personal response. The mystery and the darkness and the majesty of the light collides in us. Do you yet see what I see? Jesus can help us in this collision because there is no darkness in him. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Jesus also said, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. I don't think it's by accident that Providence Church sits on a hill. I dare say that Providence Church shines a spotlight on hope and healing and wholeness. From Providence Hill, light shines when everyone is fed. From Providence Hill, light shines when everyone is free. From Providence Hill, light shines when everyone is safe. From Providence Hill, light shines when everyone is ready. Do you see what I see? You are already the light. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men and women, boys and girls, that they may see your good works and give glory to God in heaven. Do you see? You, we are Already oh, the light. The light shines when people are fed and free and safe and ready. Do you see what I see? Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Do you see what I see? We already are light, just be. Isaiah records, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Do you see what I see? Each of us has opportunity, opportunity to Bring light into dark places. Light and darkness never occupy the same space. If you don't believe it, try it. Go into a really dark room with a candle or a flashlight. As dark as you can make it, make it real dark. And turn on the light. Strike the match and light the candle. Light and darkness never occupy the same space. There are many points of light in our journey. And in this moment, I want to illustrate a point of light as I remember Donna. This is a 10th grade Bible, Pastor Jacob. At lunchtime... Donna always skipped lunch. She would sit in the classroom. We thought Donna a little odd. She would sit in the classroom and read the Bible. She did it every lunch period. She never seemed to be hungry. She never would eat, but she would sit and she would read, maybe feed on the Word of God. I've always been maybe a little curious. Maybe you call it nosy but I would occasionally strike up a conversation with Donna just to know what Donna was doing rather than having lunch with the rest of us. And one day Donna handed me a, it's a rubber band on this Bible because if I let it go, it would fall apart. She handed me a Bible and she wrote a note and I don't know Donna's last name. Haven't seen her since 10th grade. Wouldn't know Donna if she walked in the room today. Donna said to this curious 10th grader, Gary, this is the greatest book that was ever written. And I pray that you will be blessed by reading it. Lots of love, Donna. Then she writes, Stay close to Jesus, for he loves you more than you know. I tell you the story about Donna to illustrate how we all have opportunity and possibility to be points of life in a very dark world. Do you see what I see? I look over there and I I see light. I look in the far corner over there and I see light. I look there and I look behind me and I see bright light. Do you see what I see? Oh, our lightness, our capacity to be light is a given. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And the Advent appeal is this, just be. Recognize who you, we already are. Pray this prayer with me. Open my eyes that I may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Place in my hands the wonderful key that shall unclasp and set me free. Silently now I wait for thee. Ready my God thy will to see. Open my eyes illumine me spirit divine. Do you see what I see? Please stand as the musicians lead us.